I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Good morning. I'm Shalini Umachandran, and this is Mint Light Morning Shot. A quick update on the news you need to know before you start your day. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get started. Even as Prime Minister Narendra Modi struck a note of caution on Tuesday warning people to take precautions during the festival season, Singapore is phasing out pandemic curbs. It's managed to bring the virus under control and the city-state's new daily cases are nearing zero. The size of social gatherings is likely to go up to eight in Singapore and the government has outlined a pilot program for testing people at large gatherings. Bars and nightclubs are not expected to open anytime soon. From November 1st, Singapore will allow live performances at designated venues with limited audience members. Malta and Cyprus were issued legal ultimatums as the European Commission stepped up its crackdown on governments selling citizenship rights to live and work in the EU. The two countries may have violated EU law by offering golden passports, which is the word for access to nationality and EU citizenship for a fee. They have two months to answer the notice. The last step would be a lawsuit in the EU courts. The Commission said that such investor citizenship programs undermine the integrity of the status of EU citizenship. Earlier this month, Cyprus said it would end this program on the 1st of November. The Speaker of Cyprus's Parliament, Dimitris Silouris, resigned last week after he was caught offering to help a Chinese businessman with a criminal record get citizenship. Jolo, the Malaysian who's linked to a multi-billion dollar 1MDB scam, was also among the beneficiaries of this scheme. The EU has said that Bulgaria will also receive a similar warning. Diamond exports from India, which polishes about 90% of the world's rough diamonds, will plummet this year due to the pandemic. Overseas sales of cut and polished diamonds may slump 20-25% to in the year ending March 2021, from $18.6 billion last year. This is according to the German Jewelry Export Promotion Council. The exports are likely to be the lowest since 2009, the year from which data is available. While Diwali, Christmas and Valentine's Day will prop up demand over the next six months, it will not be enough to lift up the full year's exports. The country's diamond exports sank 37% to $5.5 billion in the six months till September from a year earlier. This is according to data from Bloomberg. Due to the pandemic and the lockdown, most of the diamond polishing units were closed. Now workers have started returning to the diamond polishing hubs of Surat, Mumbai and Kolkata and factories are operating at about 70% capacity. For most of us struggling with drop calls and patchy phone internet, this might be a bit hard to believe. NASA has signed up with Nokia to put a 4G network on the moon. 
Nokia's Bell Labs, which was granted $14 million for the project, will partner with spaceflight engineering company Intuitive Machines to build the 4G LTE network. CNN reports that NASA plans to build a lunar base by 2028 and eventually sustain human life on the moon. So, it's awarded about $370 million to a dozen companies to deploy technology on the moon. The innovations relate to power generation, cryogenic freezing, robotics, safer landing, and of course 4G. NASA says 4G could provide more reliable long-distance communication than the current radio signals that they use on the moon. Like on Earth, the 4G network will eventually be upgraded to 5G. Let's just hope it works better in space vacuum than it does on Earth. Now that you've learned to bake bread and grow your own kitchen garden, how about building a small palace for your pet while you're at home? And the place to get ideas for it is the acclaimed exhibition Architecture for Dogs, which is open to the public in London, but you can also see it online. Leading architects such as Ban Shigeru, Kuma Kengo and Ma Yang Song have put up houses for dogs and plans for it so that you can build one yourself. From play structures to nap pods, the architectural pieces are designed with different breeds in mind. So there are homes for beagles, Shiba Inus, Boston Terriers, Poodles and more. But it's not just an exhibition, the blueprints are also available so you can replicate these fancy houses for your pets. Architecture for Dogs was launched in 2012 and has since travelled to Japan, China and Brazil. You are listening to Mint Light Morning Shot with Shalini Omachandran. You can reach out to me on Twitter at ShaliniMB or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. To listen to more such podcasts, do log on to HDSmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.